For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom. And of course, there's always a bit of commentary. Otherwise, why would you listen? You can get this information on your own. You're just, I won't say you're desperate from my point of view. You're just, you know, having a cup of coffee. Let's listen to this guy run his mouth. Welcome to the podcast. I'm the podcaster. You're the podcast ease. And that is the official mascot of this Thursday train wreck. We are day six in paradise. For us, we're one day ahead, as you've heard every day. We are in Lotokaxi, Denaro Island, Fiji. And tomorrow we join Crystal Serenity. At the port of Latoga, which I just realized is about 50 minutes by car from where we're located. I probably should have found the resort a little closer. But this is the nicest part of this side of Fiji. The other side is Suva. That's the capital of Fiji. This is Latoka and Denaro Island, which is a very nice, very nice location with some very nice hotels. Uh, yesterday, the wife and I took a walk down. We're at the Radisson Blue. We took a walk, walk down to the Sheridan, which is next door, which did not receive high reviews when I researched this. Now I come to find out I'm not the guru of the beach hotels. It was totally renovated. It is a drop-dead gorgeous property. Looks like it would be in Las Vegas without the casinos, but uh, a lot of shops, a lot of, a lot of boutiques and jewelry. It almost looks like what a, a big ship looks like, but it's parked on land. We did not dine there. We haven't had much luck with menus in general. Uh, we actually walked over to the Heineken House, which is also owned by Sheridan, and where the golf course is, and we had some pizza and some stuff there. And I, and I being the genius that I am, I asked the girl if they had Stella. She said no. I said, well, do you have any Heineken? Not realizing where I was. Signs for Heineken everywhere. I was sitting on a Heineken sign. But we're almost out of here. It has been very nice. I learned something yesterday by the pool, though, that was an eye-opener. I should have a sound effect for that, you know, with eye-opener, because I was talking to our bar server. You know, it's not an area of the world where they tip. The Aussies come here and Fiji people and Brits and they're not tippers. They don't believe in it. As one guy said to me on our long, excruciating boat tour the first day, we don't understand the whole gratuity thing. He was Australian. What's not to understand? They give you good service, you give them a tip. Well, that's not how we do things. I said, I understand that. And that's why service sucks. Uh, and here, when I leave a tip, I find out it goes into a tip pool not to be distributed like at the end of the week or the end of the month. At the end of the year, they take all the tips. At the end of the year, they give them they give them their tips back as a Christmas bonus. 
They said, here's a, you think the cruise industry beats up on the staff. They have to wait until the end of the year to see the gratuity. And even then, if they don't stay, if they don't stay with the company, you're not seeing the gratuity. It goes to the new guy or the new girl. And no wonder everybody just moves at such a snail's pace. What's the benefit? What's the incentive? And, you know, it's amazing to me. And I talked to somebody in the know. The salaries here are abysmal. They're not $15 an hour, $20 an hour like the United States. No, they're $4, $5, $6 an hour. And I guess it's the old line about, well, that's a lot of money where they're from. Look, there's no doubt that the American dollar against the Fiji dollar is very strong right now. And if you live in Fiji, though, you know, it's... It, it's expensive if you live here. If you're coming from the United States, it's not too bad at all. But, wow, I thought it was very unfair. Now, when I was over at the Sheridan, in fact, when you check into the Radisson Blue, on the counter when you check in is a box that said, help us, help help our people by contributing to the Christmas the bonus program or the Christmas gift list. They want you to put tip cup money in the cup before you even got service that's a little asinine and then on top of that they take all the tips and give it to them as a bonus call it what bonus the i'll give them the bonus so you know what i do i'm gonna tip them in cash now try to get change of a hundred dollar bill at the front desk they don't want you to tip in cash all they keep giving me are 50s i said okay i guess i'll tip 50 is like 24 dollars uh u.s dollars what the hell anyway by the way, if you have any comments about that, you can certainly reach me. And sometimes I even read those. Uh, the Drake Podcast at gmail.com. The Drake Podcast. I'm on vacation. I'm skimming them and scanning them. I'm actually starting to answer them. I know. You're probably thinking, I'm never going to send another email. Okay. <laughs> the Drake Podcast at gmail.com. When I aggravate you, when I annoy you, I know you'll send me an email. The links, they're still coming in. I have my people, number one stringer. And Lenny and two Eds, two Eds, a Papa Handsome. We got all kinds of people out there. A Barbara, a Michelle, they're all out there helping me out. The rest of you, what are you doing? You're just listening. Anyway, thanks for joining me on this Thursday. It's a Thursday podcast, it is. Prayers for our military. Uh, as always, the men, women, and whatever you call yourself. Uh, you know, it's not going away. And, uh, you know, last week... The Hooties, no blowfish, the IBWJs, the Iranian-backed whack jobs, they fired on a Belize-flagged British-owned bulk carrier called the Rumimar. And no injuries, but they had to abandon the ship. And now it is sinking in the Red Sea. They hit it with two missiles, and now it's sinking in the Red Sea. And it's leaving an 18-mile oil spill, and it's carrying 41,000 tons of volatile fertilizer. And now it's an environmental problem. I wish there was a way to tow it and drop it off right on their head. Uh, put all the oil right offshore. But then you don't want to punish the people that are normal. But who's normal anymore? Who is normal? Someone sent me a story. I want to have a new section called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Why do you hear this? Again, American Airlines flight from Albuquerque to New Mexico, right, where it's a dry heat, going to Chicago, where it's a freezing cold, and some jerk tried to open the exit door. What are you doing? What's going on? And it was the captain. No, sorry. Just cheap joke. No, some guy decided he wanted out of the plane. Well, luckily, people are 
like keyed into this now, especially the big guys. They're on the plane waiting for this to happen. So this clown tried to open the door, and boom, he was tackled. Three, four guys, they got him down. They duct taped him like they, they, like they were roping a calf or roping a cow. Then they dragged him through the plane. <laughs> Good. Drag him through the planes and then rope him in the back somewhere. If there's a way to drop him in a cargo hold, they ought to do that. And, of course, when they had to turn around, everybody's flight is over then. They had to turn around and go back to Albuquerque. And when they got there, then uh, I'm sure he was arrested or he's been put in for psychiatric treatment or he's probably running for mayor. One of those three things. Who knows? But the world is nuts. So now we got the IBWJs over there. Now they're causing environmental disasters. We're the greenies. We're the Greenpeace people. Why isn't anybody up in arms about this? Is it just me? I'm carrying the load for everybody. Can you tell I've been getting a lot of sleep? <laughs> hey, wash your hands and wash them off and, and wash your bottle. If you're a first-time listener to the podcast, you know I am single-handedly trying to wipe out norovirus in our lifetime. And I have about as much chance as the greenies that want to save the planet with paper plate, uh, paper straws and no bags, please. Cost me 50 cents every time I forget to bring a bag into the store here. I, that, you know, use a bag, but don't wash your hands. Uh now, listen to this, the Balmora. It's an old ship for Fred Olson. It's not, uh, by the way, the cruise director is in the room. The Balmora is the old Norwegian crown, and Fred Olson has it. They're sailing it now, and they had to scrap their mini cruise, a two-day cruise from Southampton. Why? Because they had to do a deep cleaning because they had an unexpected gastro outbreak. It's not, a, it's not unex, unexpected when people don't wash their hands. Wash your hands, wash them off, and say 20 seconds of happy birthday. Carry a little bottle of sand. You know what? I'm preaching from the, I'm preaching from a pulpit here. I don't have a sanitizer bottle with me, and we're on a resort. I am surprised I don't have it by now. I mean, they keep it very clean, but once norovirus, what's the word I want, raises its head, yeah, it's hard to beat. So they shut it down for two days to do a complete deep cleaning because it's not. it doesn't live on the ship. It's, it gets on the ship. Someone brings it on. Someone lies. You know the story. I'm not going to keep going with it. Just wash your hands. Uh, happy birthday, by the way, if today's your birthday. Interesting choices today. Uh, ja Rule. <laughs> not much chance of that. A rapper born in the, the late 70s, early 80s. Ja, is it J Rule or is it J Rule? I don't know. Uh, Gio Kino Rossini, a eh, baby. Eh? This guy was born a long time ago. He was born a long time ago. You don't know who he is? Yes, you do. He wrote uh, very famous operas, many, many, many operas. Uh, I'm trying to think, not Lavo M, but he wrote. Uh, but he wrote this one. He wrote this. This is the overture from one of his operas. We'll do this very shortly. Yes, where is the EU, EU when you need him? Uh, the William Tell Overture, written by uh, Giochino Rossini. Yeah, baby. I can say him, baby, how you doing, but I can't say his name. And uh, also, I decided to throw in some old-time feel-good music. This guy was born a long, long time ago. Again, I can't find anybody alive anymore. Happy birthday to Jimmy Dorsey. Considered the world's greatest saxophone player by many. By the way, this song, Stomping at the Savoy, was not one of their songs. This is Benny Goodman's song, but I liked it. 
Who doesn't want to stomp a little at the Savoy, if you know what I mean? Uh, happy birthday, if it is your birthday. Let's get to this thing, because I have a busy day ahead. Uh, changes in longitude and early to bed for 65 days. Changes in longitude and early to bed for 65 days. Every cruise line is looking for something different to sell. Now, they, they already sold this, but the cruise has begun. The Viking Octatanus which is one of Torstein Hagen's ships, the Viking Octatantis. It's uh, leaving Ushuaia today, I think. Uh, the day changed. It's going to leave it either today or tomorrow or left yesterday. But anyway, it left Ushuaia, and it's kicking off Viking's first longitudinal world cruise. Now, I don't know maps from maps from schlaps, but I guess it's going on a certain longitude the entire time. And it's going to go from Ushuaia to Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see that in the brochure. Hey, honey, I got a great idea. We're going way the hell down to South America to Ushuaia, which is considered the more whatever the bottom of the world. And... Uh, <laughs> And now we're going to go to Milwaukee, which some consider the bottom of the United States, but it's in the middle. But they're going to Antarctica. Of course they are. They're also going to, they're in South America, the Caribbean, the Great Lakes, and they're also going through the Drake Passage, um, which a lot of the expedition ships don't do, but uh, this is Viking. It's built for both river, for Antarctica, for ocean going. It's one of those ideas that Torstein and his people had that has been very successful. One of the reasons I think they're doing the IPO so the people behind Viking can really cash out once and for all. Um, the passengers on this longitudinal world cruise will explore nine countries with a total of 29 guided tours to different destinations. They're going through the Panama Canal, the St. Lawrence Seaway. Look, I'm not making fun of this. It sounds pretty cool. I mean, you're going all over the place. You're going to be in Chile, and then eventually you're going to come to the Caribbean, uh, stop in Cozumel. Then you're going to the Great Lakes. Um, uh, it, it will set sail to Fort Lauderdale, Charleston, Norfolk, and New York, uh, and places in between Detroit, uh, Milwaukee. But this one's already sailed, so I think you're late. But if you're interested in that to your bucket list, Ron and Marge, the longitudinal cruise on Viking at the tennis, I'm sure they're doing it again next year. Uh, worth checking. You're going to uh, the Gary Garibaldi Fjord, which is a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve somewhere. Uh, glaciers, Cape Horn, Falkland Islands, three penguins in a thunderstorm. I mean, you're covering it, but what are you going to do? I mean, this is an expedition ship with 360 guests, so they might have some entertainment. I know what you're about to say. Why don't you know? You're the guru. I can't know everything. You can look into it, but I'm guessing... He doesn't. He didn't want entertainment on his ocean-going ships. I'm guessing there's going to be a piano player, and and of course there'll be some naturalists, and that's what drives people. They're not really interested in much entertainment. I don't think there's any comedians on this octatanus, um, but worth looking into. The first ever Viking longitudinal cruise. Now here's a swift idea to attract young people or peoples. Peoples of the world, a swift idea to attract young peoples of the world. Marriott International Rewards Program is called Bonvoy. I guess that's a combination of, it's a shortened version of Bon Voyage. Anyway, it's tapping into the Taylor Swift frenzy. 
uh, and it's allowing its Bonvoy members the chance to experience a Taylor Swift Eras tour through either a sweepstake or through the Marriott Bonvoy Moments platform. Marriott is one of the tour sponsors. So obviously they get their hands on tickets that other people don't get their hands on. Not a bad idea, and they have all kinds of um, uh, uh, trips wherever she's in concert. Well, not all kinds, three concerts, three countries, um, Europe, U.S., Canada. You go on the Marriott, say, if you're a Swifty, you go on the Marriott site and look into it. There's also a sweepstake. You can enter the sweepstake if you're a member, and uh, you might end up going on a Taylor Swift tour package. And I'm not going to list everything here. They also have one for Ed Sheeran, three-chord Sheeran. If you don't know who that is, he's very famous uh, for wa- writing wonderful love songs. Uh, he never combs his hair. He's like the Ill- Ill- illegitimate son of Josh Groban. And he, every song he writes is with three chords. <laughs> That's it. Guy's a multi-multi-millionaire. He sells out 50,000-seat arenas playing an acoustic guitar with three chords. Where did I go wrong? Huh? What, uh, what happened here, really? Seriously. Anyway, you can check it out. Um, oh, the oh the Ed Sheeran tour. The, 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 they list the points. You can actually buy this uh, on the Marriott side, or you could have. Uh, two nights stay at the St. Regis, Mumbai, and then you also see him perform in Mumbai. I might pass on that. Although I like Ed Sheeran. He shows up at people's weddings. That's the coolest thing. If I was famous and I was a singer, I would do that. But comics at weddings, I did it once. It worked out. But the reality is, you know, it's the bride's day. You don't need someone coming in. But if you're the bride and Ed Sheeran comes in and plays that love song of his, I mean, come on. And he does it sometimes. If he's staying somewhere and hears the wedding in the hotel, he walks in with a guitar. That's pretty darn cool. Nothing new here. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Help for the company that gave us... Let's start over, Tom. I'm rushing a little bit. I'm so excited about this podcast today. My mouth is ahead of my brain, which happens quite regularly, especially after 10 o'clock at night and a lot of rum. Nothing new here. Help for the country that gave us COVID. You can figure that out, right? The USDO Department of Transportation has approved an increase in the allowed number of scheduled round-trip weekly passenger flights by Chinese airlines to the U.S. up to 50. It was 35, and I guess there is some agreement in place. And once they gave us COVID without even flowers involved and never admitted how it happened, would never allow us in there to find out how it happened, we love them again. We have a very short memory in the United States. We really do. I mean, how many people died? And what did it do to our economy, you know? And let's be nice to China. Screw China. But our president was over there, Joe Biden, when he met with President Jing Jing Jump, Jumping Bean or whatever uh, in November of 2023, just last November, wherever they met. I don't follow politics. Uh, they agreed that it would raise it back up to 50. At the time, we didn't receive anything in return. Now, they allow, here's the deal. They allow 50 round-trip flights from the United States, America, Delta, and United. Yeah, well, you know what? If people want to go to China, let them go. But the other way around, no. Let them go to Vancouver. Is that xenophobic? No. 
It's my honest feeling. Just let them go to Vancouver. We're crowded enough as it is. We got to stop with this. Too many people coming in and not, not going back. Anyway, so they raised it up. If you're trying to get a flight to China and you don't want to fly in United or Delta or uh, uh, American, then you can fly on some of these fabulous airlines, the Beijing Capital Airlines, China Eastern Airlines, China Southern Airlines, Hanyan Airlines, Sichuan Airlines. Z- wait, 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 hold on a minute. We have three carriers going over, and they have every Air China. Oh, that's a lovely. I've flown that. I've flown that. They give you rosary beads. We get on board, which I think is nice because they're even Catholic. Here, pray for yourself. Anyway, according to the airlines for America, who only care about you know the pilots and whatever, they support U.S. government's approach to slowly, gradually, and reciprocally reopening the market to China. Yeah, I don't agree. Screw China. I know. I'm not talking about the people. They're lovely people. I'm talking about Xi Jinping and Ping Pong Bu and the rest of them. They're just trying to screw up the United States. Anybody that doesn't agree with me can email me or don't listen. All right, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. This is a message to Royal Caribbean. Don't mess this up. Last year, Carnival Corporation brought three and a half million new people to the cruise industry. If you're going this route, don't mess it up. It seems that I mentioned this yesterday. I've mentioned this in the past about home porting, about people not going to China, uh, not going to Europe, not going to the Middle East, people looking for a, a value vacation. Look at hotel rates, so expensive. Hotels on the beach, crazy prices. Uh, uh, Disney, ridiculous prices. What can we do and, and have fun? Well, Royal Caribbean is introducing a lot more three-day to six-day cruises. Not 10-day, 7 and 10-day. You know, they they got away from it for a long time because they realized it's just as much work to sell a 3-day as it is to sell a 10-day. But now they have a lot of product, a lot of pro- product, a lot of product they can't take to the Middle East, a lot of product that they can't go through the Suez Canal. And, of course, as you know, Royal Caribbean, 50%, 55% of their fleet is based in the Caribbean as it is. But now they're opening up more of these, and it's a great idea for the guest. It's a lousy idea for the crew. I've said this in the past. If you're working that ship, you should get more money. Look, right now on Ocean Insignia, there are 369, I think 370 people on for six months. The crew only had to bring the luggage on (laughs) once and take it off six months from now. When you're working a 5,000-passenger ship doing a three-day cruise, even though they're coming out with mostly carry-on and backpack, there's a lot of work. Oh, turn, and you have to meet everybody. You have to knock on the door. I'm your, I'm your, your steward for three days, as opposed to working a Royal Caribbean ship doing 14-day cruises. I'm your steward for 14 days. You get to know people. The only problem with these short cruises, you don't ever get to know anybody. You don't make any friends. They're really designed so you can get a taste of it, whether you're going to be seasick. And I said it yesterday, and I will say it every time this comes up. Don't reduce the the, the quality of anything because it's only three days. We're only getting paid for three days. And I look at this stuff, and I look at Margaritaville and see that they bought that 30-year-old ship that they're going to ride out of Tampa doing three-day, four-day. Wow. You want to, you're going to do a three-day, four-day out of Tampa on a 30-year-old ship? Or are you going to do a three-day or a four-day or a six-day 
running out of Port Canaveral on uh, on the wonder, what's going to be the, the wonder of the seas. These are massive. As a friend of mine wrote to me recently, they own this market. Nobody's close when it comes to this mega mother, Sea Godzilla's gray owl life jackets. I mean, Princess has wonderful product, and, and uh, NCL has a wonderful product, but the, this market is dominated by Royal Caribbean. And remember who... Uh, who had a billion dollars in revenue in 2023, Royal Caribbean. There's some catching up to do. But in any case, the message to them is this. Don't mess it up. Don't give them macaroni and cheese and bologna and call it lunch. And then they'll never come back. They'll never come back to another cruise line again. They're going to, that was the worst three days of my life, the worst four days of my life. Carnival to the rescue again. Carnival Celebration was able to celebrate swift, humane, Action that undoubtedly saved lives on Saturday, February 24th. I didn't write this. When the ship rescued an overcrowded refugee boat in the Florida states, uh, Straits. Now, I'm trying, they provided supply. Now, see, I'm confused by this. They, they were out of water and food. So the ship provided supplies to the small craft, and then they called the Coast Guard. And I'm sure the people on the boat were like, hey, my cousin got on board. What happened here? My The guy that arranged this said if we didn't make it, we could always hop on a carnival ship and get a T-shirt. And it didn't happen. So what happened is they were able to give them water and food, but they didn't let them board. And I wonder out loud, I surmise, hypothetical, if that's not a decision that's been made, like, look, look if, it's not an unsta- if it's not sinking, we're not going to do it anymore um, because it slows down everything and, because, and the word gets out. Um, the word gets out, hey, you know, let's try. If we don't make it, they're going to put us on a boat, and then uh, on the boat we'll have a nice meal, and then the Coast Guard will come and get us back. And I'm not going to get on my soapbox about this, but you know how I feel about it. There used to be the, the Bill Clinton wrote an executive order called the Feet Dry, and if the Cuban people were able to make it across 90 miles and get to Florida and land there, they got to stay. And I believe the people in Florida wouldn't, care if they put that back in this is not the kind of uh immigration onslaught that they're dealing with in mexico and in arizona california arizona not even close right and if they're that desperate for a better way of life again there is a way to do it legally but it's almost impossible if they're desperate for a better way of life i would vote for you know let them stay i mean now, part of the reason was humanitarian reasons to keep them from trying because it's unsafe. Well, nobody told the Cuban people that. So maybe that's what Obama and Barack and Raul put together as the reason for doing it because he repealed it, that it's humanitarian not to risk their lives. Well, nobody told the Cuban people not to risk their lives. And the Cuban government is not making any better for the Cuban people. So Cuban people, so they'll stay there. You know, I've got to be friends with a guest on board, uh, Oceana Insignia, who's from Mexico, very successful businessman in Mexico. And we had some one-sided conversations because I mostly nodded my head, especially he said the Mexican people aren't really coming to the United States this morning because they, they can't make enough money illegally. Um, and that's not a sl- slap on the Mexican people. A friend of mine had guys working for him all the time. They're the best people. They're here to make... They're here to earn money and send it back, whether it's legal or not legal, as opposed to a lot who are just here for social welfare and, and a phone and free health care and a driver's license, even though they're not, not legal. Uh, all right, let's move on. 
Uh, if outer space is your thing, let me check the time here because I'm having a good time today. I don't know if you do. I'm having a very good time. Very good time. I'm on time. You can sense that since I left the insignia and I loved it, that was such a hectic schedule on the World Cruise. We were entertaining people nonstop, more than any other officer. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm doing this for myself. So we're, we're rested. We're ready to go. Uh, Star Trek. I used to watch the original Star Trek with William Shatner. Well, uh, they have a Star Trek cruise coming up on Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. It's in 2025. It's the eighth annual final frontier for fans of the Star Trek TV series. And it if that's what you are into, it's pretty cool. I'm reading about this. They'll have Kate Mulgrew on. She played Cap- Captain Catherine Janeway for seven seasons on the sci-fi show. There were, I think, three different versions of this show going back to Shatner and Lemo- uh, Leonard Nimoy um, and uh, what's his name, the very famous actor. He's not going to be there, though. But there's going to be a lot of other people there from all the different series, including Jonathan Frakes. He played a very big role when it was Captain uh, Luke, Luke Picard, right? What was the name? Um, anyway, it's pretty cool. Uh, look it up if you want. Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Seas next February 23rd. Um, looks like a seven-day cruise that's going to Costa Maya and Cozumel. And uh, they put together a lot of stuff. There's a lot of activities, um, theme shows, performances nightly by actors from the franchise. So, you know, a lot of these actors are, are singers, dancers who took a job in a sci-fi TV show to pay the bills. Um, it looks pretty good. How about that? How about that? Closing the podcast on a very upbeat note. Go. What was their their slogan? We go somewhere where no else, no one else to go. No, we we go somewhere where no one else wants to go. No, no, that's a that's a cruise line. <laughs> Sob, you mother. Sob. Still can't find it, huh? Wow, it's a big day. <laughs> I can't tell you. How relaxing the last five and a half, almost six days has been here at the Radisson Blue. But what an eye-opener. If you're thinking about Fiji and this side, that Sheridan property is spectacular. That's really, really nice. Service? Just as slow. Just as slow. I didn't look to see if they... I didn't ask the bartender whether he never saw the tip once I... I I don't understand that. I don't know how you can morally do it. How can you morally... Take a gratuity that was supposed to go to the staff member and keep it and keep it in a little box in the corner and give them what you want at Christmas time. How the hell you get away with that? I don't think you can do it in the U.S. I know they don't do it on board Oceana. If you leave a gratuity for a bar server on Oceana, it's going right to the bar server. Trust me. A couple of guys are wearing a new suit thanks to me. <laughs> it's only money. I'm living the high life. And the good life. All right. One more to go. One more Friday for you people tomorrow. I think. Or day after, right? Yeah. This is... Yeah. I I cannot wait to cross over the date line and get back to what is considered normal for me. Talk to you tomorrow. Shut up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.